Okay, hello people of the world. Uh, we are back and I am still a little bit sick, but back and happening. Thank you, Casey, for stepping in last week. Last week's episode was amazing. I was very jealous when I listened to it from home. Um, but we are back. I'm Shelby. I'm Olive. And this is the worst you ever had. So this week we are um, turning things on their head a little bit. We are going to talk about the best of 2016. So our top, we've narrowed it down into 16 categories. We're um, going to be going pop culture, food, drinks, you know, behavior, self-care, whatever, you name it. We're going to talk about all of the best things that happened to us in 2016. Um, a little bit of a departure, but this is what we want to talk about, and it's our podcast, so we get to do what we want. Okay. Okay. Okay, so category number one is movie. Shelby, tell me, what's your favorite movie this year? Star Trek, because Star Trek is always my favorite, regardless. It was it trumps everything, always in life. Amazing. What is yours? Mine was Moonlight. It was beautiful. It was incredibly well done, and I saw it at Alamo Draft House Brooklyn, which just opened, which means that I got to put my feet up and have a carafe of wine during the movie. And nothing is better than winding your feet up. Nothing is better. Uh, <laughs> category two is music. Shelby, tell me, what's your favorite music? So I'm actually going to take this a little bit, a little bit of an unorthodox approach here, and I'm going to say mine is karaoke. We started Love going it. to karaoke this year with our group of girlfriends, and it is so much fun. It is therapeutic. It is... It's just a good time. It really is. What about you? What's your favorite music of the year? Um, I ha- This was really hard to narrow down because both Noel's sisters came out with albums this year, but I'm actually going to take a little bit of a right turn and say that Nao is my favorite artist this year. Her album is called For All We Know. It You can listen to it all the way through a thousand times and never get sick of it. It's so beautifully done. I have it on vinyl. It's one of two albums that I have on vinyl, um, so I listen to it all the time. Um, and I would totally recommend it to anybody who kind of likes, like, funky R&B vibes. It's very good. I've listened to it many a time over here. Okay, category number three is favorite TV show. Mine is Insecure, the HBO Issa Rae show. I watched the f- pilot when it came out because it was, like, available online um, without a subscription, I think, to get people to buy subscriptions. And I wasn't totally sold on it. So to anybody else who just watched that, I would say give it another try especially because you can binge all the episodes for one the music is outstanding for two it is like it's like sex in the city like style iconic it is such a 2016 piece of work it's incredibly well done it's a short season the episodes are i mean it's visually stunning the dialogue is great the actors are all great again the music is lovely i would totally recommend it nice what's yours Mine, um, I'm cheating a little bit. My favorite was um, New Girl. Um, okay. I rediscovered it, which is, it's always my favorite show. Um, but my new, my favorite of the year mm-hmm. um, is probably going to be The Crown, which ah. I just started watching last week. Um, and I have watched all the way through. Um, and for anyone who loves their nonfiction, history-based, you know, royal drama, this is the show for you. And that's the... Queen Elizabeth II. It is. The Queen Elizabeth II. Exactly. It goes all the way through. um, The first season is her kind of accepting the throne and the start to her reign Hmm. as queen. Cool. Cool. Category number four is favorite book of the year. For me, 2016 book-wise was the year of the library. So part of that was because I was trying to stop buying books 
because I didn't want to spend money on them. And the other part was I literally don't have any more bookshelf space in my apartment. Um, and so combined, what really ended up being great about that was um, a lot of times I'll buy like six or seven, if I went into a bookstore pre-2016, I would buy like six or seven books that I had read great reviews of and wanted to read. And then they would sit on the shelf for like three years before I decided either to throw them out because I no longer wanted to read or, you know, give them away because I no longer wanted to read them or to like finally actually read them. And what's great about the library is I just read great reviews, put them on hold, get them when, you know, when they're available. And then if they sit on my shelf for the three weeks of my rental and I never read them, I just get to take them back to the library and like say, oh, I'll try again if I like hear something great and want to read it. But there's no shame to it. Um, and that's been really great. So my favorite book in that time, that's like a way segue, but the number one book I would recommend is How to Be a Person in the World. It's the Ask Polly column from um, New York Mag combined into a book. It is honestly the most beautiful advice columns I've ever read. I tell anyone to read it. And you have been telling me for a while. It's definitely one that <laughs> has made it high up on my list, and I'm hoping to get to that one very soon. Um, my favorite of the year um, are currently actually a tie. Okay. I've got um, the first of the two is You Know When the Men Are Gone by Siobhan Fallon, which um, is um, creative nonfiction, and it is a look at um, what happens to all the people left behind when men go off to war. Um, it's take, It takes a pretty um, modern approach to it, so it's looking at army wives um, and the families that are left behind and um, everything that goes along with that. It's a really interesting read. It's a pretty quick one, too. I highly recommend it. And my second is Escape from uh, Davo by John DeLucas, which is probably the most interesting book that I have read in a very long time. Um, it is um, nonfiction, 100% truthful, and it is about the um, largest prison escape by prisoners of war that has ever happened. Um, it takes place in the Pacific um, during World War II um, and is it's kind of taking a look at the group of men that were, again, left behind um, when we were off in Europe focusing on uh, fighting Hitler. So it's ah. a really interesting book, um, and it takes a look at you know, a side of the military that we don't often get to see. That sounds really good. Yeah. Really a uh, huge departure from what I would typically read, but I like the way you spin it. Yeah. Now, on to the next kind of section of our top 16, um, best fashion of the year. I'm going to start this one off by saying that my favorite new fashion is high-waisted skinny jeans. Heck yeah. Everyone's been telling me about these for years. I always knew that I wanted them. Um, but I have a really long torso, and it's mm. hard to find ones that actually come up high enough. However, Madewell makes a 10-inch um, high-waisted skinny jean, which is the correct number of inches. <laughs> comes all the way up to my belly button. It's amazing. I feel like hot shit in it. I look great, if I do say you so look myself. Amazed. Um, everyone should have a pair of high-waisted skinny jeans. I fully agree. I fully agree. This has been the year for me of jumpsuits slash bodysuits. So definitely, like, the better the better part of the year, I was wearing jumpsuits as many day of the week as I could possibly pull it off. Um, and then now that it's become winter, all of my jumpsuits are a little bit more summery vibes. So I've gotten a little bit into the bodysuit slash uh, snotch arena. <laughs> snotch. <Yes. laughs> snotch is in snap crotch. <laughs> the best invention. And excellent invention um they're like really just 
complimenting all of my wide-legged, like kind of funky winter pants. Um, it's so easy to use the bathroom, <laughs> uh, which is like not necessarily a truth in jumpsuits. So, um, seriously, you know, there been... have been many a time when I've gotten stuck in the bathroom <laughs> and you're just like doing the awkward, like shoulder shimmy, trying to get out of the jumpsuit. It's <laughs> not solves all those problems. It really does. It's I, the jumpsuit I love because it's one piece of clothing that you can just like put on and wear and like it's like the ease of a dress but like you get to wear pants which for me is a big deal because if my thighs touch each other I'll die um, instantly <laughs> from heat of friction uh, <laughs> so that's a big deal for me and I found this year that um, anthropology makes and carries lovely jumpsuits that fit me really well um, and so was was really obsessed with those and then now have have just pushed on in to the next the next thing which is bodysuits for me snatches <laughs> all good choices category number six is self-care items I yes think. and my um best of the year actually you introduced me to which is um the yes to tomatoes face masks yes the paper face masks you can buy them at target they're amazing they like like the sheet mask yes um they like burn a little for a second and then they feel amazing and I think the best thing about a face mask mask is you need to sit quietly mm-hmm. for 20 minutes for it to work mm. which is a perfectly good excuse for me to like stop what I'm doing put down the phone put down the laptop not watch anything and just like lay on my bed and chill out for Ooh, 20 minutes a little meditation never happens so yeah. it may be less about the face mask more about the forced know. relaxation but either way I like it I like it too I will never forget when we put those on <laughs> and we were both like is it supposed to be burning <laughs> <laughs> yeah we thought that we had just ruined our for, forever for 20 minutes we were terrified and then after that we were like oh <laughs> this feel <is> great, great. <laughs> my, my favorite um self-care item was actually a recommendation on another podcast mm-hmm. um it's this sea salt soap that I bought from Amazon uh, it's like Swedish sea salt soap I am really picky about soap smells and whatever. And honestly, like, until I bought this was, like, sometimes using this body wash that I hated the smell of. But, like, usually just being like, oh, my shampoo will run down my body and it will be fine. Like, I was, like, disgusting. Um, and then I read about this or I heard about this soap on another podcast and I was like, I'm going to just try that really quick. It is the mo- Okay, first of all, it doesn't really smell like anything except for, like, soap. But it doesn't smell, like, gross. Like, the soap in a hand dispenser in a public restroom, which I cannot stand. And it doesn't smell like soap at a doctor's office, which I also can't stand, but doesn't have like a floral scent, which I also can't stand. It just has like a clean smell, which I love. Um, And it's got sea salt like in it. And so it's like scratchy. Yes. And I'm so obsessed with it because it feels so good to be like in hot water with that like bar of soap and like itching my I don't know I that's like this is a little like intimate but (laughs) it really just like it's the best feeling in the world um yeah I love it that's amazing category number seven is makeup and beauty my um I've got a trend here and I don't seem to be able to narrow things down to just one so my fine it's our podcast our rules exactly (laughs) so my two favorite things of the year are pen eyeliner which i was using the liquid kind before pen changes everything (laughs) so much easier also it doesn't smudge or drip or 
amazing. Um, my second um, is going to be um, making time to paint my nails. Mm. Um, manicures are great, and, like, I love them, and we got one today, and it was amazing. Um, but more so is just making sure that I have nice nails Mm -hmm. so whether it's that I like paint them at home or that I take off the nail polish when it's like chipping and looks disgusting just having nice nails love it mine is getting manicures it's something that I did not believe in (laughs) until this year I I think I was just like oh oh, I like to have my nails painted but it's pain in the ass to go and like it costs money and I did not see the value in it until I went with Casey earlier this year to the most lovely nail salon, which is where we went to get our manicures today. It's $20 in and out the door. It takes about an hour, and I feel so good about myself when I get them done. Um, And I literally, I just feel that much, like, cleaner and, like, more prepared for the rest of life when I can, like, look down at my nails and be like, this is one thing on you that looks very neat. (laughs) It makes a huge difference. It really does. And I did not believe in it until this year. The Mm -hmm. power of a good manicure. Just to, like, bring your self-confidence game. It's the little things that make the difference. It really is. Uh, So moving on to category number eight, which is hair. Um, And this is, again, for me, like, something that other people have been doing for years. But 2016 was the year that um, it became important to me. And that's blowouts, specifically at Dry Bar. There is nothing more luxurious. And it's, like, this is a treat. Like, getting your nails done is, like, this is, you know, when I have the cash, I definitely do it. Getting a blowout is a little bit more on, like, the treat yourself side of things. Um, but my hair looks so good when somebody else does it. And it really <laughs> does. Your hair looks fantastic like, when you get a blowout. It just... I, like, hate doing my own hair. I did not use a blow dryer for, like, y- almost all of 2015. Like, I just don't like blow drying my hair. I, again, it's, like, one of those things that I, like don't see the value in until it's like there in front of me of like somebody else like making it look really nice and I'm like wow I look and feel so much better by this like one thing (laughs) that maybe this really is worth it like maybe all these people weren't just crazy all these years for like doing their hair nice like it really does make a difference um so yeah my 2016 hair recommendation 100% the dry bar the straight up hairstyle I'm ironically going to take the exact opposite approach (laughs) with this one um, because I used to blow dry my hair. I mean, my hair is curly, so I mean, I used to blow dry it, like, you know, the crimping drying thing just so I wasn't going outside with wet hair. Mm -hmm. But the problem with blow drying curly hair is that then it gets frizzy and it's a nightmare. And so I've actually taken the exact opposite approach this year. I've discovered um, Garnet Fructus or fructis or however you pronounce it. I pronounce it differently <laughs> literally every single time. Um, they make a um, curl enhancing spray, Garnet. which is... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, they make this curl enhancing spray, which is meant for people with curly hair, ah. and you spray it. It's the same idea as the beach salt spray that people with straight or wavy hair use, but you let your hair get like dry naturally and get about halfway dry and then you spray this stuff in it and it gets rid of all the frizz it Mm. like defines all of your curls and it just like looks easy and natural and like it doesn't it feels normal you don't have like the crunch of like the gel or the mousse or all of the 17 million other things you have to use to make curly hair look nice um so mine is just letting my hair do what it wants 
I love it. So our next um, kind of section of categories all focus around food and drink. My two personal favorite things. Ditto. Um, first, we're going to start off with um, our favorite food, specifically that we're making in our homes. So what we've changed in our own personal cooking. Um, for me, um, it's oddly enough, I just got a, um, started using Blue Apron. Ah which realistically I've used once um, so far just because I'm never home on Sundays. But um, the I love it. The, it's so easy to make. And cooking meat, specifically beef, in like at home, when like not on a barbecue, terrifies me. And I did it successfully for the oh, first time with my step-by-step instructions. And it was amazing. And I loved it. I think... Um, when, when I had Blue Apron, it was exactly the same thing. Like, I was so nervous but excited to cook steak. and But they give you these great instructions. And also part of that is, like, because I literally wouldn't know where to buy steak. I, you or and which I are both, cut yeah. to buy steak. Like, you and I have made steak together, but it's always, like, a production when we do it. And it's yes. typically on the grill. And, like, we stand there, like, at the butcher counter for, like, 20 minutes trying to decide what we want because there's so many choices. There's so many choices. We were both vegetarians for a number of years, so Mm -hmm. I feel like we're a little bit stunted in our meat knowledge. Right. (laughs) And so, but the fact that, like, they just ship it to you, they tell you that it's, like, a good piece of meat from, like, somewhere where you can feel okay about buying it from, and then tell you exactly how to make it, and then you eat it, and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm a chef. (laughs) It's thrilling. (laughs) (coughs) I, um... My favorite at-home food was just shopping at Trader Joe's. Uh, Again, something that other people have, like, understood the secret of for years. But until recently, I just didn't want to deal with the long line. And there are a couple products specifically that have just, like, changed my life at Trader Joe's. The cottage cheese, I think, is delicious. (laughs) They're all, they all gross. They all gross my friends out. (laughs) I'm glad you like it. Their cranberry juice is available for, like, the big glass jar for four dollars which is like unbelievable because it's twelve dollars at a regular grocery store they also have like the best selection and price on dried fruit and nuts of any place in the entire world as well as on like nut butter so like their peanut butter is like unbelievable and it all tastes so good like i am just i haven't even waded into the frozen food section which i know some people like live by i did that this week let me tell you it's gonna change everything ah, i can't i'm like so nervous to even do it because i'm so excited about these other things also i don't live that close to trader joe's so like in the winter i guess i'm walking home it's frozen outside anyway but um the idea of like walking home with frozen like taking a 30 minute train with frozen food kind of freaks me out um so i'm like working on a logistical <laughs> solution for that um but even just like their dry goods their um potato chips are beyond good <laughs> Everything that I've tried there is usually because somebody else is like, oh, have you tried this from Trader Joe's? And then I get it, and I love it. And I just, I can't. <laughs> Trader Joe's and I are going to have a really exciting 2017 together. I can just tell already. <laughs> so our next category is also food, but food out of the house. Um, my Mine is a recommendation from Shelby, actually. Or mostly I just needed Shelby to like hold my hand and take me to these places and tell me what to eat is seafood. I grew up not eating seafood at all. I thought it was hilarious as a child and would insist that I was not going to eat anything that swims around in its own poop. Um, 
that it's not it's not solid logic but it was the annoying thing that i chose to say and also i'm i'm from michigan which is has freshwater fish but it's not seafood i've had this year oysters crab lobster mussels I don't even know what else. And literally all of it is like Shelby being like, okay, this is how we order it. And this is what you want. And this is what you're looking for. And you want to get it from these places. And then you eat it and you're so happy. And I was like, yes, I am. So thank you. And I can tell you, <laughs> 2017, we're trying grilled octopus. Okay. It's probably my favorite thing. Uh, you're going to love it. It's I'm so be there. Um, so my favorite discovery this year was... Um, there's this place in Williamsburg called Vanessa's Dumplings. It mm. is a, like a little, like, you know, nothing shop. Like, you'd walk by and never notice it. Um, they do amazing dumplings. They will deliver to my office. Oh, yeah. Um, which is fantastic because it's a kind of a long walk and it's cold outside. But specifically, you can do, um, they do soup dumplings, which Okay, they don't technically do soup dumplings. I know, like, technically soup dumplings, the soup's inside the dumpling, but... It's very confusing. It really is. <laughs> and I didn't actually realize until after I tried this, but this, you it's get... Like spatula. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> soup dumplings are, like, spatulas and wontons, because a spatula can be, like, the thing that you scrape the side of the bowl with or the thing that you flip a pancake with. Those are both called spatulas. Or the thing that you ice a cake with, yes. which is a different spatula. Or the thing you ice a cake with. And a soup dumpling can be the dumpling that's inside, with soup inside, or a dumpling that's inside of soup. Right. And a wonton can be the <laughs> crunchy thing on top of the soup, or the dumpling inside the soup. It like, is all very confusing. You're right. Langu- this language needs to get more precise. Anyway, it really does. soup dumplings, but you're talking about I'm a dumpling you're going to stick in yeah. soup. The dumplings, they come, you get the boiled dumplings, and then you also get a container of the soup. You pour the soup over the dumplings. Yes. Realistically, it is the messiest thing I've ever <laughs> eaten because then you're trying with a chopstick to eat something that's wet and covered in soup and filled with soup, and it's a mess. So what you really should do is... Take the dumplings, eat like two of them, then pour the soup in. Then you have to just literally stab Ah. the dumpling with a chopstick and eat it like a lollipop. Could you use a fork? It doesn't doesn't get any better if you use a fork. The same problems arise. (laughs) Okay. But very good. I highly recommend it. Specifically, Vanessa's Dumplings. If you're in Williamsburg, that's the place to go. I think there's one on the Lower East Side two. I think there is two. Okay, if you're in New York, that's the place to go. And I think you can also get, like, You can get frozen, frozen ones and then you take, take them home. home. Yeah. I know. I keep telling everyone at work that next time I'm going to do that because the other problem is it's so cheap, yeah. which is amazing. So, like, if I order, I need at least another person, probably a person and a half, to meet the, I think it's a $15 minimum <laughs> that I can't hit you by can't myself. by yourself. That's impressive. Okay, so now we're moving on to drink. Another exciting category. (laughs) Another great category. We're starting off with alcohol, and then we're moving to the non-alcoholic types. I think that our alcoholic drink is the same. It is. We both (laughs) discovered the martini. We like the same kind. We like a gin, dry, dirty martini with three olives straight up. And it, first of all, looks... Okay, if you take our manicured hands and then put a up martini in it, and the sit us at the bar, we look cool as hell. In your high-waisted skinny jeans and, and my jumpsuits, we cannot be messed with. But also, it is so delicious. So and I good. don't know how I never knew this before. Like, I my taste buds went through a change this year, I'm pretty sure. Because 
all of a sudden almonds t- like have a taste to me and never did. And like same thing with coconut water is like taste delicious to me. And I used to just kind of be like, mm, I don't know if it really has a taste. So it might be that I just kind of like I'm growing up and going through like a shift. But man, I'll tell you, I love those martinis. I have to have one. But I love it. That's the problem with the martini. You always want the second, and the second one is never a good choice. And then sometimes the third. And the third. <laughs> that's a terrible that's, choice. That's a night in and of itself. But yeah. then you think about, like, that. did you ever read that book, The Three Martini Lunch, or, like, that, that like, idea of the three martini lunch of, like, in, like, old school, like, publishing and advertising and, like, whatever, and newspapers, like, people would go and have martinis at lunch, and they would have three martinis at lunch. I'm pretty sure that's what that means. I would and then be, you'd be wasted. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even imagine. So those people were hardcore. Like, that's like some Dorothy Parker shit. Especially like, because, like, <laughs> a lunch lasts, like, max an hour and a half. Yeah, maybe they were going on long lunches. I need to do some more investigating into, like, yeah, how potent were these martinis? Like, is it, was something different? Or were they just really, like, stupid drunk after yeah. they got back from lunch? I think, lunch? Like, the- nice thing about a martini is like if you have go out and have a three martini night Mm -hmm. like realistically they're delicious yes but also a martini in itself is expensive but if you're drinking martinis that's all you're drinking yes and you can't drink that many of them so everybody else around you is going to be buying like sugared up shit drinks. right they're going to be buying sugared up shit drinks or they're going to be buying like three beers to your one martini so because you have to drink that slowly yeah so really it's an economic choice. It's an economic choice for sure. And you never have to pee as often. So if you're in a place where there's a long bathroom line or you're just like not super into their bathroom. Like or maybe you're wearing they have a romper, soap, you can't get out of it. Or you're wearing a jumpsuit. Yes, very good point. So martinis all around. Really bad <laughs> 2016. life choice. <laughs> um, so for non-alcoholic drinks, I did just mention this, but mine is coconut water, specifically from Trader Joe's. Obviously, Trader Joe's. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. My taste buds change. I love coconut water. I used to drink it, like, mixed with other stuff or, like, in a smoothie or whatever or, like, with tequila. But now I like it plain and I find it, like, it's, like, it feels like healthy Powerade to me. And it really does. I just feel like I'm getting hydrated and healthy and it feels tropical like I'm on spring break. So we're sticking on this Trader Joe's. Yes. Uh, celebratory. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. And martinis. We're going to make a Christmas song out of these top 16 things. And it's going to be like, oh, my God, wait. Oh, no, that's 12. The 12 days that we're going to figure Give this out. Give us some time. We'll figure this out. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, but so mine, actually, my, um, the thing that brought me back and kind of, I you've been on the Trader Joe's bandwagon for a while now. Mm-hmm. The thing that really sold me was I found my favorite drink, which is they do a Christmas tea, which is, it's a vanilla cinnamon black tea. It's amazing. Is it a tea bag or it's like a It's a tea bag. Yeah. Um, It comes in an adorable blue box with a squirrel or a raccoon or some type of furry animal. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a raccoon. Um, On the front, it's delicious. It's amazing. Um, I need to be constantly caffeinated at all times, um, and this tea, what's really nice, is you can put a tea bag in the in your cup, you can leave it there. Mm. It doesn't get bitter, it doesn't get astringent, you can just leave it there, and you just keep adding more and more hot water when it gets cold, ah. so you can drink the same tea bag for, like, four hours. Also very economical. Yeah. Apparently, we're saving money in 2016. 
My bank account does not believe that, but Mine it, either. that's the theme here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so on to our final four categories. We are at household item. Um, the, I specifically made this category so I could talk about my literal favorite object in my entire house, which is uh, when I hand it to people, I just yell, it's the mere suggestion of a glass. <laughs> but it's technical. It's proper name. It's a Christian name. It's a given name. It's the Marta... Um, double old fashioned glass from CB2. It is the thinnest, most perfect drinking glass, like water glass. They ha- they also have one called the the Marta Cooler, which is like a taller version. Um, for whatever reason, I've I've gravitated towards the the smaller double old fashioned version. But it is like the description on the website literally does say like it's such a like beautiful object. It's the mere suggestion of a glass, and I I'm telling you, it is the mere suggestion of a glass, and it is the most lovely thing to drink out of i feel like i've had so much more water and kept myself so much more healthy just because i love this glass so much um it was another recommendation from casey so i mean props to you casey to you thank you so much for changing my life with this glass in 2016 (laughs) it is a very nice glass it's like the i mean i think very highly of wine glasses it's Mm -hmm. like the rydell like wine glass of water glasses yes i totally agree. but the nice thing about this is like it's thin it's delicate and like the first time i drank out of it i was like oh, i feel like i'm gonna break this just picking it up but it's not it's like yeah. a real sturdy hard anyway we don't need to talk about glasses forever <laughs> but it's amazing i love the glass as much as you do well i'm right up there with you maybe not quite as much but i do love this glass Mine um, is actually an equally um kind of random household okay. item that i'm very excited about um, it's brand new. I just got it. I actually bought it on Cyber Monday. Um, and it is a cheese grater. It's like oh. crazy as boring that it is. My mom got one that I used over Thanksgiving and it was amazing. I was like, I literally need this. It's from Williams and Sonoma, but it's um, actually, it's called the um, OXO Great and Slice. Yes. It is um, essentially, it's a box um, with interchangeable grater tops, okay. and they all fit inside, so it's this contained, beautiful thing. Um, they're all different colors. It's lovely, but it is a fine grater, a large um, piece grater, nice. a mandolin, as well as um, like a slice grater. Cool. It's fantastic. It's so easy to use, and the nice thing is you put the grater on it, and then it sits flat. So instead of like when you have the grater and you're like holding it up on the 90-degree angle and trying to grate, and then you have to try to get it all in the bowl and it's a nightmare this it catches it all it's so easy to use i love it mm, to cheese graters <laughs> seriously <laughs> little things in life our, our next category is um something that you changed your mind about this year shelby what did you change your mind about so mine i actually changed my mind multiple times okay on the same subject so mine is online dating Ooh. so i was beginning of 2016 very i was had very negative feelings towards it. Yes, as you do for most internet things. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> but I felt very strongly that I did not believe in online dating. Sure. Then I, like, decided to download some apps and see what's up. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fine. Went on, a, like, a couple of decent dates, decided that I was very pro online dating, um, and then I've recently decided, um, changed my mind once again, and I'm... Not necessarily against it, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So I had a very interesting cycle of negative, positive, just not for me. Hmm. I wonder if you'll ever go back. 
Who knows? Who knows? I do like to change my mind. Challenges of 2017. Seriously. My... thing that I changed my mind about this year is melatonin, mm. um, this sleep aid. I don't know. It's like a supplement, but to help you fall asleep. I have had people tell me to take this for years, like that it'll help you sleep better, that it'll help you sleep more soundly, that it doesn't give you like a hangover that an Advil PM will. Um, and f- I was having like a lot of insomnia early on in the year. And so was at a Whole Foods and just decided, hey, this is it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. It has changed my life. <laughs> I am so obsessed with it because it really does, like, even if it is a placebo and I just, like, take it and then think I'm going to sleep better, so then do sleep better, I literally don't care. I will pay for this placebo for the rest of my life because I have been getting the soundest, nicest sleep in the last six months that I've ever had in my whole life. This is also combined with I decided to buy a blackout shade from Ikea. And so, which is also something that I've been, like, for whatever reason, like, very resistant to until I had one. Um, because I think I thought like, oh, I'll, if this, if I like see the sun come up in the morning, like that is like helps me wake up, but I don't care because I love having the blackout shade. Like it is just the nicest thing in the world. So, you know, my sleep, I changed my mind about sleep in 2016 and got a lot better sleep. I also decided to like ricotta cheese this year. That's new. Oh, (laughs) Huh. I'm oddly <laughs> enough more excited about the cheese than the sleeping, but I'm very glad for you that you are sleeping. I had well. only ever had like really cheap like grocery store ricotta cheese and mm-hmm. this year like you know how it's on a lot of brunch menus now like just like toast with like really nice ricotta cheese and like jam or honey or whatever and it's like almost like a cream cheesy like but it's mm-hmm. just like delicious but it's, it's really like, light. Um I I literally was just like I only thought of it as like the gritty cheese and lasagna which disgusts me. Sure. And, then, and now I've, like, you know, come around to nice ricotta cheese. It took me a while, but I'm I'm on board. Hmm. So we are bringing this round, this 16 home, um, and we're coming back to podcasts, which is where we started. So we are going to, at number 15, talk about our favorite podcast discoveries, other than this one. Obvi. For 2016. Somehow we didn't make the New York Times Best New Podcast of 2016 list, and I'm not I'm not sure how that happened, but... We're working on 17. <laughs> Bigger and better things in 2017. Just kidding. My favorite podcast edition this year is called This Week Had Me Like. Um, it's by Caroline Goldfarb, and she's official Sean Penn on Instagram. And I think it was recommended to me from, like, In Entertainment Weekly on their must list. Um, it is hysterical. It comes out every two weeks, which is not something that I can usually get on board with in a podcast because I like the consistency of once a week. But it is so funny. They talk about bizarre celebrity stories. So she collects, like, all the weird celebrity news that you might not have otherwise heard about and turns it into this podcast once a week where she has two people on as guests. One is the expert and the other is the plebe. So one person, like, theoretically knows a lot about celebrity culture and the other one doesn't. And then they just, like, talk through, like, hot topics and, like, celebrities who are, like, shilling for things on Instagram. What's your fave podcast? Um, mine is actually, um, the TED Radio Hour. Nice. Um, I love those, and I, like, used to watch a bunch of, um, TED Talks in general and, like, the NPR, um, news stories, and this is basically taking everything and dumping it into one category, and I can listen to it on the subway, which is amazing, and I, like, thing with a lot of podcasts um, is I don't like to listen to them on the subway because I can't quite focus enough, but Mm. for whatever reason, 
this particular one, I can focus on the subway. I don't like have any trouble. Um, so that is my favorite of the year. So now we are on to our final category, which, um, number 16 is our favorite commitment of the year, which for both of us is this lovely podcast. We are both so proud of ourselves <laughs> for we showing really up are. every week and doing this over and over again. I don't know what your expectations were in the beginning, um, but mine were like, I hoped I really wanted to do it. I really liked the idea, but um, my history is that I don't, I'm not great at making commitments. Uh, ask anyone on my high school soccer teams. I showed up very rarely. <laughs> I did not. I, I'm not good at like this type of a commitment either, and I really thought that we were going to do this for like a month and then be like hmm, let's just order seamless and skip the podcasting part yeah but it has honestly been the most fun and i am i'm really proud of us we've just i don't know we've trucked right through i am like leaving 2016 feeling very good about myself specifically because of this i agree and the nice thing too is like at least for me like the podcast and going to the gym kind of became one thing because yes. we talk about what we're going to record a lot of the time while we're on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. So not only are we doing something, we're com- sticking to a commitment and we're doing something that's really fun every week, but we're also exercising at the same time. Well, not the same time, but you know what I mean? Um, and it's great. And that's two big commitments that we did. And actually those are my two biggest. Going to the gym for the first time in my entire life whoop, whoop. and committing to something outside of work for three consecutive months. Yeah. Committing to something not you're not getting paid for. That is a real thing to be proud <laughs> of. Um, when we started back in September, we honestly had like a totally different premise. Um, but it's just kind of evolved into this show that you're listening to now. And then like this particular episode is a little bit different still. Um, and so the whole time we've really been flying by the seat of our pants, like kind of like, all right, well, we should have guests and like making decisions kind of week to week. There's been a little bit of strategy because both Shelby and I are planners and we both kind of work in the digital media space, but um, we, we've, we've really been flying by the seat of our pants. So on that note, we are going to take a quick break for the month of January and releasing new episodes. So this is going to be the last episode until the beginning of February, I think. We'll, be, we'll have a little bit more information as we get closer to that date because we do want to take a little bit of time to step back and reconfigure like how we're producing these so that we can have an actual better podcast um and get more people to listen and be a little bit better produced and all of those types of things in the meantime i'm going to try and go back and pull content from previous weeks that we didn't actually end up airing so we will have um shorter mini like funky episodes i think coming out every week on wednesday still so stay tuned stay subscribed um if you have any suggestions for our revamp for season two, please let us know. We would love suggestions and actually a lot of the um, decisions that we've made in terms of changing format and the adjustments that we've made over these last three months and the ones that we're planning to implement in the next new year have come from suggestions from our friends, our family, people who have been on. Um, and we really appreciate all of those suggestions and they are going a long way to bettering the podcast. So if you have suggestions, send us an email at worstyoueverhadgmail.com. Um, you can also um, send us a message on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and Snapchat, all at Worst You Ever Had. Subscribe to this channel. There will be lots of exciting content coming soon. So stay tuned for more excellent episodes in 2017. 
yeah that's it bye bye you can do it you got this i have to burp hold on (laughs) sorry sorry okay Ooh, i can't wait to eat the rest of that sandwich (laughs) oh my god i forgot about that sandwich (laughs)